Welcome to the Ultimate Dentist Podcast. Join us to hear success stories of various individuals and learn clinical and life hacks to help you become the ultimate dentist. Hey everyone, I hope you are all doing great. In this episode, uh, I'm going to discuss about conformative versus reorganized dentition. Now, this is a very um, easy and understandable topic. Um, I thought that because this is an FMR podcast, we should be at least discussing about the basics uh, of when to do full month reconstruction. So let's look at the conformative uh, approach. Uh, basically, conformative approach is an approach where you are working with patients' existing occlusion, existing bite, and you're not changing any um, occlusion. Now, yes, you can argue that if you do those canine rises, uh, is it conformative or is it reorganizing? I would possibly keep. Um, I would possibly consider that as a reorganized approach. But um, you can argue. I mean, this is this is really. We're not going to go into nitty-gritty and a definition of uh, what I think. But in general, conformative is when you are working with the existing occlusion of patient you're not changing the bite dramatically so at this purpose let's consider conformative as um, where you are not going to change multiple uh, occlusal surfaces uh, to change patient's occlusion completely so what are the advantages of conformative treatment well, one of the advantage is that there's no adaptation needed. Like we know we do 95% of the time we do conformative treatment where we do any restoration, we are trying to fit that into patient's existing occlusion. Now, because of that, patient doesn't need any adaptation. Very because or very little of the patient neuromusculature needs to be in play. Uh, this is a, including if you change the shape of the teeth. When you change the shape of the teeth, yes, patients' sort of neuromusculature will have to sort of kind of adjust a little bit. But um, as far as you haven't changed the occlusion completely uh, or you haven't changed the occlusion, the patient doesn't need to really um, adapt that much. A treatment is confined to the restored teeth. You are not really restoring the whole mouth. You're maybe doing a quadrant dentistry or you're doing a crown or restoration where it's really secure with that single single or small number of teeth you can use the index technique i.e if the tooth shape is good you can really capture that shape and then use the same shape for your final restoration so if you're doing a crown you can just scan that or take an impression ask technician to copy the shape if you like the shape of the tooth if you are doing, let's say, occlusal restoration for some of those occult caries where really the occlusal surface is really nice and pristine, looks pristine, but there is a, under underneath there is a lot of caries. And if you want to capture that occlusal surface, then you can really um, take a um, some of the maybe, let's say, flowable composite or rubber dam, uh, flowable rubber dam material put it on the occlusal surface, put your, let's say, ball burnisher or something in there, cure it, and now you've got that small stamp of occlusal surface. And whenever you do last increment of the composite for that tooth, you can use that 
stem to in order to make sure that you get the same similar anatomy back again now that's one of the way you can use when you are doing conformative dentistry now you could use the same technique if you're doing reorganize and you're using a stem technique for the posterior teeth but the stem will come from the waxed up teeth not patients existing teeth and it is a small number of restoration in conformity approach and because of that you have lab process which is much more easier it's a straightforward process and yes i do use you know if you if you're doing a, let's say full mouth indirect restoration you need lab which is really with it and understand the concept and understand the the occlusion and everything whereas if you're doing a single tooth dentistry or maybe a couple of teeth here and there then the lab doesn't really need to understand the occlusion that much in detail and you can still produce they can still produce decent work although obviously i would always recommend that they understand occlusion and that's the whole point but the but what point i'm trying to make is that conformative approach is easier for laboratory to fit into so let's look at what's reorganized reorganize is really anything you are changing patients occlusion now for me if you're doing those canine risers or even if you let's say change um the first point of contact by prepping that tooth or let's say patients come to you and patients only contacting in like four or five teeth uh, those weird occlusion but um, what you can do is you can build the rest of the teeth and give patient better occlusion that's a reorganized approach because you're really changing patients current way they bite and however for the the following advantages when i say to reorganize approach uh, i am considering a proper reorganized approach where you are really increasing ovd or decreasing ovd and you're re restoring all the teeth and you're not just restoring patients um you know canine rises or just a single crown on co position you're really restoring the whole mouth now one of the advantage of doing full mouth reconstruction is deflective context can be removed which means if patients has a big slide um, where patients sort of uh, putting one tooth in there is a one tooth let's say supra eruptive which is very common and patients are now hitting that tooth and moving that bite because of the slide on that tooth you can remove that deflective contact preparation of the teeth doesn't result in change of jaw relationship this is again in the position when you're doing let's say because you're removing complete uh, you're removing the CO position because you open patient's bite. You you know that the the when you prepare the teeth, you're not going to change the bite because you are changing the whole bite, and this is going to be much more control. Because of that, you are you are in much more control of the occlusion of patient because you are now designing the final scheme of patient's occlusion, and because of that you will get a stable occlusion and in harmony with border movements which means patients are moving left to right to the right extreme you will be able to get much more control when you are doing full mouth reconstruction you will be as we discussed that you, you know you you have control over interocclusal context i.e how two teeth meet together and that is this is important because you know sometimes if the teeth meeting in 
lower tooth let's say is contacting in between of the in uh, marginal ridges of the upper teeth then you can get teeth which are splayed and you can have issues of food packing and everything so you can really get that occlusal contact at least on a marginal ridge if it's not on a on or inside the occlusal table and you get posterior stability because of that because when we do full mouth reconstruction we are going to follow mutually protected occlusion principle where you if patient moves left or right or forward that there is an instant posterior uh, disclusion uh, which protects posterior teeth so these are the advantages of conformative and reorganized approach so when do we use conformative approach the indication is you know if you if you do a single tooth dentistry uh, you're probably not going to do full, full mouth reconstruction if you do a single tooth restoration then or a quadrant restoration even then you can use a conformative approach if patient symptom free and teeth to be restored are bounded by good stable occlusion then you can again use them as stops and icp stops and you can use uh, conformative approach now if patient has a large horizontal slide then you may want to consider conformative approach um, rather than doing full mouth reconstruction if you're not experienced enough because if you eliminate that slide there is a risk that patient will go back and leaving very large anterior open bite if um, patient has previous TMJ problem, um, patient has an issue with TMJ or muscles, then you you need to ideally use conformative approach before you um, you you know you, uh, and and make sure that you have treated that problem before you go with the reorganized approach. And even if you're doing reorganized approach after TMJ problems resolved, you need to make sure that you don't increase the OVD too much because patient's adaptive capability would be compromised. So in these patients, generally when dentists ask me, well, how much OVD I can raise? I said, well, as much as you want really. Um, but if you if you increase too much, you need to really assess the anterior teeth. Uh, you know, anterior teeth generally dictates how much OVD you can raise uh, because you can't build really big platform, uh, humongous palatal platform to give you anterior stop so anterior teeth will dis, uh, decide how much OVD you can raise however if patient has TMJ I would try and raise as minimum OVD as we can because we know that these patients are not really going to adapt to big change and if you are let's say doing even anterior six crowns uh, but you like current occlusion you can really use um, a copy method where you copy patient's current occlusion and replace the crowns to the new crowns. So in these cases, you are going to do a conformative approach. Now, what are the indications of reorganized approach? Now, extensive, if you're doing extensive restorations in pre presence of large vertical slide, then it may be worth doing reorganized approach i.e full mouth reconstruction and this is something many times dentists ask well what kind of cases would suit uh, a full mouth reconstruction and you don't need to just look at the tooth wear you need to look at how many teeth patient has which needs restoration if patients got more than you know 70 percent 80 percent teeth which needs restorations um, occlusal restoration then you need to consider that okay 
this is almost now going towards full month reconstruction. I might as well do even, um, let's say, composite restoration on those 20% of the teeth in order to make me able to do full month reconstruction. Because when you do full month reconstruction, you are in so much control and you patient will be much more benefited in the long run if you do those cases full mouth reconstruction so don't only look at the wear look at the how many teeth are restored and how many teeth that needs restoration and then decide if patient um, tooth again we discussed that you know the tooth you're preparing has co you are going to inevitably change patient occlusion and in this case you need to really assess that uh, if when you remove that CO, where the CO is going to go. It's not that patient, when you remove first point of contact, patient is going to drop into ICP. The CO will go into another tooth. And then you need to decide that other tooth is a, does it, does that other tooth um, has a post and restoration? Can you cope with it? Is it implant? Um, so you need to make sure that you assess that before you decide whether the patient needs a reorganization approach or you need to do anything with that second tooth either. So, and then if you really understand full mouth reconstruction, if you, if you uh, understand the concept, then you can deal with patient who has large horizontal slide and still needs lots of restoration. Um, you can still do full mouth reconstruction but you need to you need to have been able to dealt with simple cases first before you decide into that. So I hope this uh, short uh, podcast has helped you understanding what is a conformative and reorganized approach. Um, as I said, full mouth reconstruction is a reorganized approach, and I hope this makes you understand what are the cases you are looking for when you are considering full mouth reconstruction. They're not only your tooth wear cases. There are a lot of cases which are underdiagnosed because patient needs 80% of the teeth needs restoration. So these cases, in my opinion, would need full mouth reconstruction. Of course, you need to decide on a case-by-case basis, but in general, um, they would need they would the patient would generally benefit from full mouth reconstruction because you will be in much better shade. So I hope uh, this makes um, uh, this is helpful, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. And I will see you in the next podcast. Mm-hmm.